1: Happy day 81 of the program. Okay, so I want to talk about hunger. Um, when I did my check-in this morning in the group, um, some people were talking about being extra hungry especially at breakfast? Uh, Should I have a bigger dinner? Um, I'm being more active. I'm hungrier than I am normally. Um, What do I do about it? So first of all, you have to understand at this point, you're really in tune to your body's needs. So eventually, once you're done losing weight, putting time into maintenance, and just moving on to finally and forever, living your life, waking up, looking good, feeling good, just going about your day, You want to rely on your body to tell you when to eat, what to eat, and how much to eat. Oh, I'm hungry. Okay, what am I hungry for? And then when you're eating your food, you will just naturally know when you've eaten enough because you will have asked those four questions a million freaking times by the time you get there. And so you want your body to tell you when you're hungry. Hunger is a good thing. I think we've been taught that when we're hungry, we're starving. So remember that hunger... First of all, and this, you can go back and review the old hunger post that we posted in the first couple of weeks of the program. Hunger is not an immediate need for food. Hunger is your body saying, hey, yo, heads up. Uh, based on the amount of energy reserve, glycogen reserve that we have, you might want to start thinking about getting something to eat. Your body knows it's going to take you time to find the food, prepare the food, consume the food, and then digest the food. So hunger is nothing to be concerned about. It's just your body giving you a heads up, kind of letting you know where it's at. Um, The more in tune you are, the more pronounced or exaggerated your your body's cues are going to be in general. When you're tired, you're going to feel really tired. When you're feeling energetic, you're going to feel rockstar energetic. When you're feeling a little run down, you're going to feel really run down. So you're going to notice because you are in tune and you are paying attention. So hunger especially in the morning if you wake up hungry great your body's probably been working really hard all night and it's ready to go so wake up make sure you have breakfast get that high protein in there um, you know, you can balance that out. You can still add your carbohydrates in there. Um, you still add some fruit to your to your morning breakfast. You just want to make sure protein is the focus um, rather than having something like a bagel that's really doesn't have a lot of nutrient value and is just going to, you know what I mean? It's, yes, uh, replenish your glycogen stores that you don't need replenished because you're already topped up when you wake up from eating the whole day before, um, which is why you have the option of skipping breakfast. But eating breakfast is always a benefit. Um, if you're working out through the throughout the day, you have to understand the whole, pre-workout, post-workout stuff. It's bullshit. Unless you are um, a professional athlete that you are working out five, six times, six hours a day, the average person does not need a pre-workout anything or a post-workout anything. You want to make sure you're just eating to give your body what it needs to keep your energy levels up. Uh, And the body is meant to move. Like back in the day, we would have chased our food down for days. We would have walked, everywhere. Um, you know, so our bodies are meant to move. We just have come to live this very sedentary lifestyle where now we have these pockets of movement called exercise. And that's the only time we're moving our body. So unless you're a professional athlete, your little spin class ain't got nothing on you. Like, honestly, you really don't need to eat anything differently when you're working out. What you do want to do is pay attention to when you are hungry and make sure when you do eat, you're eating nutrient rich foods. So, this is why with personalizing the plan, you are checking in at every single meal and snack time, assessing your situation. Am I hungry? Yes, I am. Okay, let me eat. Uh, and then, in terms of what you're eating, you're pooling from the same foods that were on that initial grocery list. So, nothing really changes there. Um, and then, if you're not hungry, then you you can choose not to eat as long as, you know, three and a half, four hours isn't going by without you eating. And then there's that should I should eat because maybe you did skip breakfast. And if you skip morning snack or choose, sorry, choose not to have breakfast and you're not hungry for morning snack and you don't eat it, you're running the risk of going too long without eating, right? um So if you find that you're extra hungry, um, you know, because sometimes we are being extra active. First of all, remember that there are certain things that make you extra hungry, right? Dehydration, um, you know not eating dissatisfaction trying to control those portions rather than being in tune to them not making your food choices nutrient rich heading into detox have your going, especially in the evening if you're hungry in the evening after eating all day chances are your weights about to drop the next day being tired that'll cause you to be hungry too so what what's going on with me am i actually legitimately hungry that and remember that those tummy grumblings they're 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 hardly ever actual real hunger especially with eating so often on the program that's your migrating motor motor complex kicking in. So if you're like, oh, I'm really hungry. My tummy's rumbling. Chances are it's just your migrating motor complex. So remember, you also have those bonus snacks that you can add in. So people are asking, should I make my lunch bigger? Should I make my dinner bigger? Like that's trying to manipulate your portions. That's just going to fuck you up. And you can't manipulate by, you can't eat more at one portion to have it last you longer. It's just, it's not how the body works. It goes back to our basic hunger post. Your body, when you eat, only takes what it needs. And it's either going to store the rest because it feels like it needs to, or it's just going to process and digest and release the rest. That's how it works. You can't eat more and have it last you longer. What you can do is make your food choices nutrient rich. So if you're noticing that you're hungry, a couple things are probably happening. You're probably dropping the ball on making your food choices nutrient rich. So you definitely want to make sure that you're putting that effort in, making sure you're adding all of those components uh, into the meals that you were eating previously, or you're just in tune and you're noticing, right? Or if you are extra active, this is where you want to add in those bonus snacks. So again, hunger is nothing to be concerned about. So don't let it freak you out. (laughs) Um, Especially when it comes to continuing your weight loss journey, you don't want to fall back into doing weird shit, old diet dialogue, just because you're panicking because the program's coming to an end. So really make sure you stick around right to the end. We have options for continued weight loss. We have that bridging the gap group um, that you can join. Um, the other thing I noticed is some of you are confused about maintenance. So we do have a whole maintenance group. You don't have to join it. All the maintenance information is in the app. It's in the book. We're going to talk about it next week. Um, There are four stages to finally and forever. There's losing your weight. And then once you've lost your weight, which I'm assuming you're doing by following this program, you want to put time into solidifying your weight, which is allowing your body to function at your new weight, to allow your new weight to become your new norm. This is where you really want to minimize any indulgences, maintain status quo. We're going to talk about that next week. And then there's testing the waters. After you put that time into solidifying your weight, that it's a matter of like, this is where you start to be a little bit more relaxed you start to add you know burgers and fries and some pizza and chippies or whatnot um, into your daily routine you're starting to trust that you're going to be able to maintain your weight because you've lost it the right way not just physically but mentally and then when you get to a calm place around food physically mentally you're in tune to your body's needs you've put time into solidifying your weight that's where you move on to that fourth stage, which is just living your life finally and forever, right? So we have a maintenance group that um, is a place for you to pop into and ask any questions that you have while you're in maintenance. The conversations that we have in maintenance are different than the conversations that we have here in the weight loss group. Now, repeating the program is a great way to solidify your weight. It's like being proactive and you are actively not just following the program, which can help your body level up physically, like continue to make improvements in your digestion, continue to get even more in tune to your portions, um, continuing to work on that mind-body connection, continuing to work through your issues and associations that you've tied in around foods, continuing to work through old habits while you're still reinforcing those new habits that you implemented while you were losing your weight. Um, Or some people will continue to use the personalized plan, in order to maintain their weight again there's a difference between personalizing the plan to lose and personalizing the plan in order to maintain so the maintenance group is there it's 75 dollars. it's pay one price it gets you in the door it's not a guided process yet although we are working on a maintenance an actual maintenance program because we've learned a lot over the last year. So, and that's where we have conversations. So the lives are geared around maintenance. Our guest segments are geared around maintenance. We have been talking about how it's a good idea to join the maintenance group. If that's where you're headed to understand the conversations that we have in maintenance, it kind of like, it gives you a heads up so you can join the maintenance group, even though you're not ready for the maintenance group. um, and kind of listen in on those conversations. What we don't do though is talk weight loss in the maintenance group. So it's not where you can go and get your questions. questions answered about weight loss. We'll just like shift you back to the group. Um, But it's where we can have conversations. You can ask all the questions that you have about maintenance. You don't have to join it at all. Uh, you don't have to join it until you're ready. To me, it's where you want to go because there's actually, you know, there's quite a bit of conversation happening in maintenance. There's more to it after you lose your weight, you know, and you've put in this kind of energy. You want to make sure you s- sustain it and maintain it. And you're super clear on that moving forward. Um, So you don't have to join it until you're ready for it. Um, So no worries. No worries there. Um, Bridging the gap group. So we are offering a free group in between groups. I know because we're amazing like that because we actually care about people being able to uh, not only lose their weight, but uh, you know, just bridge that gap between those two groups because I know you're in the spring-summer group right now if you're listening. And then if you sign up for the fall, you're wondering what the heck's going to happen in the summer. I'm not worried about you, although I know that you are maybe perhaps a little worried or concerned about yourself and how you're going to navigate. We're going to break that down. We're going to talk about that all next week. But we do have a Bridging the Gap group um, that we're going to open up after this program is done. So it, if you're not, there's you can't get in it now because we haven't made it. Um, Next week, we're going to post all the information about it. You have to be a member of the current spring summer program and be registered for the fall group and a member of the support group in order to gain access into the Bridging the Gap group. So one of the things that you can do if you want to get into the Bridging the Gap group and you have already registered for the fall group is to actually get into the support group. It's not about registering for the group, it's about registering and being a member of the Facebook support group so that when you request To join the Bridging the Gap group, our team who lets you in the door can see that you're a member of the Spring, Summer and Fall group. So we, I always get a lot of people saying, well, why can't I just say, do the Bridging the Gap group if, you know, if I'm not signing up for fall? Because it's, it's not an extension of this group. It's a Bridging the Gap group for people who are already signed up for the Fall group and continuing your journey. I mean, we're nice, but we're not that nice. We're not like turning the, you know, 12 week program into a 20 week program, right? Specific for Bridging the Gap um there's gonna be a whole team in there answering any questions that you have we're gonna do fun giveaways we're gonna do have interactive posts uh, engagement and whatnot Um, but again more to come about that all right let's get into your questions today let's see where you guys are at Good morning to all you lovely people. Hi, Rihanna. Uh, happy to catch you live again and feel the love from everyone sharing and caring. Yeah, it's such a, it's a whole vibe at this time of the program because, and aren't we all just so proud of the fact that we are still here and that in itself is a, is a vibe. Um, we're not done yet, though. We're <laughs> not done yet. Make sure you stick around. Uh, if you're heading off on vacation next week or whatever, feel free to ask all the questions, although we won't be covering the information on next steps, different options for continuing to lose, different options for maintenance, and whatnot, the information on the Bridging the Gap group. You can ask all the questions that you need in the support group, and the team is happy to answer any of those questions that you have. This is my first program, and I've lost 11 pounds. Amazing. Hi, Lucy. This has been my process. Uh, lose 0.2, then gain 0.4, plateau for a few days, then lose 0.4, then gain 0.2. Two days ago, I lost 1.2, and I was so excited. Then yesterday went up 0.4, and another point two. Yeah, okay. That sounds totally normal. We actually have graphs, and we talk about this on the scale post, and so many reasons. While you're dropping your weight, can simultaneously be up for all those reasons why your weight uh, uh, would be up, um, and also while you're dropping, the body's retaining water. Then you ask, my question is why? Um, Well, because of those reasons. This is why it's really important when you're following along that you read all of the posts. All of the information is in there. We know what is normal when it comes to the scale, and we try to get ahead of that by making posts that talk about it, and we have graphs that show this. This has been an ongoing conversation, so. Why don't you know this? Why don't you know this? Go back and review that information. The scale post and the why is my weight up post, what weight loss really looks like post, all those will give you more insight. My question is why? It's like my body doesn't want to let go of the weight. That is not fucking true. And I'm going to be really harsh in saying that because carrying that kind of attitude will fuck you up. It will fuck you up. Your body, your body's looking at you like right now, like saying, what? What are you? Are you kidding me right now? What? Huh? what the fuck did you just say to me um your body doesn't want this fat it doesn't want it every extra pound of fat is hard on your body your body does not want this fat and you are just trying to find reasons or someone to blame for the fact that the scale is doing exactly what the scale normally does i love this question by the way i love you i love this question thanks for asking i'm just getting a bit of a mood this morning um let me get back to that question where to go where to go where to go um oh shit where to go did i totally lose that question So why is your weight up? It's not like your body wants to. Okay, here we go. Um, I drink 3.5 liters per day. Okay, so 3.5. That's a little fishy to me. Do you know what I'm saying? Like 2.7 to three and a half minimum amount of water. 3.5 is a little static number. So at this point in the program, you shouldn't be drinking 3.5 per day. You should be drinking as much as you need. Some days you need more. Some days you need less. Um, especially if you're living in a warm environment, you definitely probably want to bump that up. I, unless you're really short and don't have a lot of weight to lose, which you very well might be. So 3.5 is kind of like the base. It's kind of basic. It's just basic body function. Um, it's not taking into account salty food, uh, hard to digest food, the the weather, medications that you're taking, um, you know, exercising, sweating, any of those things. So you definitely should be adjusting. Um, I exercise, take deep marine, calm magnesium, get eight hours more of sleep. I'm happy with the 11 11 pounds in 11 weeks. One pound a week is is healthy. Yeah, that's great. Loving the program. You're the best. Yeah. So to me, it sounds like, okay, a couple of things. Uh, Pull out that maximizing post because it's not just what you're eating and drinking and all those things, right? So look for things if you want if you feel like you should be progressing a little bit more. It could be that your your weight is also solidifying along the way. So you know some people can lose eighty pounds in one program. We've had that happen: sixty pounds, forty pounds, whatever. You're right. Eleven pounds is freaking amazing. Um, so people lose at different rates. Some people will lose like little bits and then have little plateaus, and then some people will lose a chunk and then have a long ass plateau that'll make them crazy, right? Um, so to me this sounds like pretty normal the ups and downs my guess is going to be that when your weight is dropping your body's looking for a little bit more water and so you'll notice it goes back up because the body's retaining water in order to keep you in detox so I think if you just bump that up a little bit the thing that happens when you're in detox is that your water is not appealing so you go from water being easier to drink to when you know you're in detox again that loose term when your body's releasing fat all of a sudden water isn't as appealing so we tend to not to drink and I learned this from clients right like they work so hard to get that scale to move and then you know so I'll see okay their weight is down and I'll say to them okay your weight's gonna drop for the next couple of days so make sure you're on that support that body and detox so like okay great I'm excited good the next day their weight's up like whatever it is one pound two pounds point whatever and I'm like okay let's go through you know they're like what happened I just the weight that I lost I gained back I'm like no you didn't um how much water did you drink yesterday uh well and kind of well I tried it wasn't appealing and I'm like yeah come on this is why it's work this is why you got to you have to make a conscious choice when that scale moves to support that body and detox and do the things right get that water in add in those leafy greens. The other thing that you mentioned, uh, Lucy, was exercise, right? So if you're exercising, you are causing, and it's, exercise is amazing. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying don't exercise. Absolutely exercise. It's hugely beneficial. Um, you want to move your body. Exercise is great. What can happen though, is if you are exercising and your body is sore, your body will, your muscles will be inflamed and your body will retain water because your muscles are inflamed. So, and a lot of times we tend to move more when that scale, is dropping thinking okay we can really kind of push this force this get this to keep going and it does it's great to continue to move but on that day to day to day when you're checking on the scale it could have your weight actually up a little bit like whenever i go to the gym and do a hard workout especially with weights where my body's feeling sore the next couple of days my weight up my weight goes up like three to four pounds so um if you're if you're an ongoing exerciser person <laughs> Um, and you're pretty used to the exercise that you're doing, maybe it's not as extreme, but if you're feeling it, like you're feeling like a little stiff, you feel your workout the next day, that could be attributing to why your weight up is up as well while it's on the way down. So here's what you need to know. You crushed it. 11 pounds is amazing in all the healthiest ways. Your body is totally not against you. So don't, don't go there with that because your body is totally on your side. It's really important to not feel like you're fighting yourself. But with that said, because your body isn't fighting you. If you feel like it is, then something is off. And this could be where that's coming from. You're feeling like it's a bit of a fight. So if you're feeling like it's a bit of a fight, something is off there somewhere. A little bit more water, maybe to your point, maybe a little bit more protein. Like, are you hungry? Are you craving? Are you trying to keep your portions small and not actually be, and, and going by what they look like or what you're used to? Like, for example, have you been eating one egg every morning and now your metabolism is higher you're putting out more energy output do you know what i mean and now what you really need is two eggs but you are sticking to one egg because that's what you've been doing so this is why portions are always what they feel like and especially at the end of the program too Um, with your body actually making real change and working so hard, it could actually mean that you need more. So this is not like you don't overeat, but you do make sure you're asking those four questions and needing just enough with those portions that you are actually feeling satisfied. So that's really important. So if you feel like it's, your body's not trying to fight you, but if you feel like it's a fight, that could be a sign that something is off. What am I missing here? Right? So you got the water. I'd probably bump that up a little bit. If you are exercising, great. Keep in mind if your body is sore, it could be up. Um, You're, getting the sleep you're adding in the calm magnesium um, you're taking the deep marine love that Um, stressful um, could be food choices you know outside of that could be small little minor things but what you need to know is that your weight is going down so a loss is a loss an increase is always superficial Um, but if you're feeling that fighty thing there's probably some adjustments slight adjustments that you can make because people get really stuck on what they've done rather than what they need to do and that could make all the difference that can make all the difference under 200 finally and forever hi chris starting the program i knew it would be uh, a bigger mental reprogramming for me and i'm still working on the three c's to correct past habits yep capture cancel and correct Uh, i'm still working on those too. Trying to get those triggers canceled and just learning on leaning on the post and all your shared experience. Thank you for a great uh, support and honest. Honestly, the daily lives and posts really keep me going. Love this program. Yeah, I mean. I love you guys for showing up. And let's have, like this is why, you know, everyone who asks a question, thank you for asking the questions because they create great talking points for me. If you have a question, chances are other people have the same question. We're all kind of in this together, you know? I love that you talked about uh, the bigger mental reprogramming. Yeah, and it doesn't even really necessarily come down to how much weight you have to lose either. Like someone can spend 20 years trying to lose the same 20 to 40 pounds over and over and over and over again, you know? Um, th- having um, not a lot of weight to lose doesn't mean that you have less work to do. And a lot of times people will say that, well, your program works for people who have a lot of weight to lose, but what about the people who don't have a lot of weight to lose? I'm like, okay. How long have you been trying to lose that 10 pounds for? Oh my God, 20 years. I'm like, okay, tell me again how you don't think that you got to put the same time and energy into this process, you know? Um, it is everything, it's all mental. It's all mental. You know, just follow the program with what you're eating. We'll figure that out. Do you know what I mean? It's just a matter of time. Usually food sensitivities, usually hormones, stuff that you you, you need to address. Not that it's going to stop you from losing weight, but the, the hard part of the program is showing up every day. That's it's showing up every day, prioritizing yourself every day, working through those issues and associations that as per our conversations with Dr. Beverly, run deep man run run deep we are we are taught to ignore our body's cues from such a young age you know whether it's our parents you know forcing more food into us as a baby so we sleep better whether it's you know um having to sit at the table and our parents saying eat all your food you know when you're already full you know eat your broccoli it's good for you when it gives you a bellyache um you know saying i'm hungry and your parents are like yeah dinner's in three hours you can wait you know we're we're, we're taught to ignore our body's cues from a very young age plus if you spend any time in the diet industry man 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 Uh, When you say being a member of the support group, does that mean we have signed in with the code where we were given when we signed up? I've already put my code in the fall group. So does that mean I will be a member of the fall group? There are, yes, if it's, I'm not talking the app, I'm talking about the actual Facebook support group. So the Bridging the Gap group is a Facebook support group. You're gonna be able to continue to use your app over the summer. So after you're done the 91 days of the program, um, the app turns into a general tracker that you can continue to use throughout the summer so when i say member of the group it doesn't mean register for the fall group it doesn't mean uh, um, you know open up your app and and uh, get your app set up it means actually be a member so that when i go in like so when you make a request just like you requested to join i know some of you some of you are listening and you're listening by way of our podcast and you never actually even got into the facebook support group so if that's the case If you have just been using our app, which is amazing, I love that. You're going to want to make sure that you actually join the Facebook support group and that you actually, if you've registered for the fall group, join the Facebook support group for the fall group, and then that will enable you to join the support group, Facebook support group for the bridging the gap group. So not just unlocking your app and setting it up, actually a physically a member or your name, I guess, or your profile is physically in the uh, fall support group. So that's what you need for that. That's what you need for that. we're gonna have like posts that talk about exactly how to do it and 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 we're gonna make sure you're good We're gonna make sure you're good. You guys got everything that you need when traveling What's the best way to handle time changes and timing of meals depending on which way you are going? We may lose or gain meals if that makes sense. Yeah, so this is this is interesting, right? Um, so yeah like for example whenever i fly like if i fly to europe i fly i fly to where they fly uh recently i flew i flew last summer i flew to greece uh and then i also flew to um paris and so i took the the later flights and then it's great because you know when when you fly business which i fly business on long trips so i can sleep um they serve you a big meal right and it's like I'm still getting used to flying business class, so to me, I want to eat that meal. Like I want to eat it all. Like I'm gonna have all the stuff. I'm gonna drink the drinks. I'm gonna, you know, eat the food. I mean, and I, you know, I don't want to miss out because shit's not cheap. Um. So, but what I've learned about that is that then I go to bed with this big belly full of food and I can't sleep. So to me, it's legit like eating at like I'm eating at one o'clock in the morning when I'm on the plane. I would never eat a whole dinner at one o'clock in the morning when I'm on the plane. Um, So I've kind of learned not to do that. And it's better to kind of sleep and then like carry over my normal timing and eating patterns to when I get there, you know, and then depending on when I get there, just kind of manage that. Like if you get there, I don't know if you fly in and you get there like around lunchtime, you know, I would probably start with their lunch time and then kind of continue on my day from there. Um, so that I find that's the part that messes you up. It's, it's the flying there and that weird initial trans transition. Um, I, I find that eating less and keeping it lighter is is a lot easier than kind of having these meals at wonky times. It really allows your body to calm down from like the, 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 the different changes in time, right? And then allows your body to just, but if you're constantly mowing your meals, um, I find that kind of takes a little bit longer and really messes you up. Um, you want to, you know, ideally start your day from when you wake up, um, so that's sort of like how you can kind of reset whatever time you get there at. And then, you know, you go to bed and then start, obviously, from when you wake up and start your day from there. So you're really talking just that changeover, you know what I mean, um, from when you're getting one to the next. The, the biggest thing with if with jet lag, so that, that's not time change, it's the dehydration really gets you. So especially when you're going on long flights where that time change is like more severe. Um, what happens there is you're really dehydrated from, you know, altitude sucks the water out of you. So you're landing and you're dehydrated, which is why you're extra hungry and you tend to crave like carbs and sugar and whatnot because you're extra hungry. So the first thing you do is is get on that water. That's most most important. And then where whenever you wake up, so that first sleep, whenever you get that sleep, start your day from there start your day from there hopefully that helps uh and then i'm excited for everyone traveling this summer i'm following a lot of our living losers who are out and about and on these amazing journeys i love to- i was actually just watching travel videos this morning on my instagram account that i used to post um old travel stuff i mean i still do but i used to i have whole highlights of old trips that i've gone on and i was actually that's what i, I woke up this morning well after my check-in i went back to bed <laughs> and i was watching
0: old travel stuff Christy,
1: I did it. I posted on my journey after a month of just not. I went back to the app too. Of course, there were things I couldn't complete, but I did it anyway. That's part of like slapping you around and still being here. Yes, I did the same thing. Full transparency. I haven't checked on my app, I think, since day 71. I jumped ahead. I mean, I know what the posts are. So, I, you know, it is. it is a good idea to at the very least rather than skip ahead go to the next day even if you don't fill it out and review the posts that maybe that you might have missed so that's that's important right maybe not skip ahead um I do because I know the posts that are in my group I know what we're talking about um but I skipped ahead. And sometimes I just track my weight. Sometimes I just track my water. Sometimes I just track my exercise, but you're still in it, man. You're still in it. And you're still here. And that's just how it is. Some days we crush it. And other days we're like hanging on by the skin of our teeth, barely, you know, but you're there. You're there. You're here. You're here. You're here, you know? Being here. Yeah, right, Patty? Being here is just so awesome. Food for thought. Food for thought. Uh, radio announcer John Tesh said last night that we could eat up to 500 calories of mindless eating. Yanks. Well, first of all, you don't want to count calories. That's just so lame. Um, yeah. Well, well, that, yes, mindless eating. My, my, mindless eating to me isn't like. See, mindless eating to me isn't like. It's kind of the opposite for me, right? Like mindless, people think mindless eating is just kind of like, all right, I guess you're just snacking and whatever, but you're very aware that you're doing that, you know? So rather than focus on being mindless, focus on being mindful, Right. So, you know, very well, if I got I'm munching on chips, I'm munching on chips, you know, like that. That's the thing that's really interesting about like but you're always mindful. It's just about what you're choosing to be mindful of at the end of the day, you know. Um, but yeah, all those extras you want to be you do. That's the thing. You want to be mindful. You want to be fully aware of what you're doing and the choices that you're making. And this is why I never mindlessly I never mindlessly indulge. If I'm indulging, I know I'm indulging. I'm like, I'm eating this. I'm here. I am eating that like the other day. Um, there there was a donut uh, in my house and I like I showed it on my story because I I'll always like I like donuts uh, every now and then um, but I never eat a whole donut so I'll come in break a little piece off have a little piece and that's my thing right Um, and then I had that piece and I enjoyed that piece and I was like oh could I have more because you know like it's a little bit of chocolatey donut with some tea in the evening oh um, my parents used to have tea and cookies all the time I was thinking about that the other day like I, I actually thought about my parents having tea and cookies and when was just like, I want to have some tea and cookies. I just love the idea of a tea and a biscuit. Or, you know, my dad used to have these like maple, you know, those maple cookies, those maple, you know, their shape of a maple leaf cookies, a tea or like digestive cookies with tea or whatever that may be. Um And I just said the, the thought of it was very strange to me because I, and that's when I was having that donut and I was just like, oh, this is so nice. And then it reminded me of like my parents, because after dinner, I used to make them their tea or serve them the tea in this little tin uh, teapot, I remember. Um, also, hi, mom, if you're watching, or listening. listening. Um, and that just the thought of that was like, oh, I'm going to start having tea and cookies. But I don't really want to have tea and cookies. I don't want to have tea and cookie every day. But the thought of it, right? Anyway, um, so you want to get to a place where you mindless. Mindless thing is not there because you are so mindful that that's how your brain is wired. Your your brain is just so wired so that you're constantly. aware. That's what asking those four questions is all about. That's what checking in at every single meal and snack time is all about. That's what like the constant routine of this program is all about. That's why making the changes that we're making and having you be in tune to those changes is all about that you can't help but be in tune when you're done this program. You know that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. My first program 13.2 down and less than three pounds for my program goal. Christy, nice. Can't wait for the fall group. Love the learning, my learning, my pattern. I go up at least two pounds before I drop to a new low. Yes. Love that. Right. That's your pattern, right? Whether you're, you, you love it or you hate it. Your pattern is your pattern and you want to be able to work with it. Right. That goes back to Lucy's first comment as well with her ups and downs. That tends to be your pattern now. I should have mentioned Lucy, you know, when you said that you were those little bits and now you drop that 1.2, if you're still listening, um, which is our initial conversation, your pattern can change. Your pattern can change. So this is an idea that your pattern is changing, or maybe you're just made a little bit of effort to get that little extra water in. And then you're seeing that, that big number drop on the scale. Right uh i go up at least two pounds before i drop to new low i absolutely love to see the high jump because i know what is coming yes and this is it don't let don't let your like don't play mind games with yourself and freak yourself out because oh my god my weight is up um you know and tony is so funny so (laughs) laughing this is way too much information but the other day I had my period last week and you know when you're lying there and you don't have anything because you're just like you feel like you're going to be cocky and you'll just get up and whatever and so I'm lying in bed and I was like I can can feel it coming I'm like oh shit you know and I ruined like two sets of pajamas like two days in a row and the second day said to me you know you think you'd be good at this by now (laughs) I laugh so hard but I don't really track my menstrual cycle I probably should um, you know, it comes every whenever it usually comes around the same time, except when it doesn't. And um, every time my weight goes up, every time my weight goes up, and I feel like I feel crappy, and I'm all cry. And I just, you know, I'm like, fuck, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? And then I say to Tony, Oh, God, my period came. and He looks at me like, even though I know it's coming, like, do you not know? And, but here's the thing. How many years about my getting my period? And it's still every time I still feel like garbage. My weight goes up. I, I'm not worried about gaining weight, but I'm just like, what is happening? What, what what's going on? And then I'm like, oh, yeah. So my point is, is that, you know, every time your weight goes up, it might still freak you out. Right, but we had this is where we gotta really like really understand that that's our pattern, right? And this is where if you can do that and get excited and recognize, okay, this is my body going into detox, man, that's a win. If you're picking up on your pattern and you know when the scale goes up, you're excited about that because you know it's about to drop. That I just want to tell you that's a massive win because for some people it doesn't get easier. They still freak out. I worked with clients. There's some clients I work with like for over a year and they still freak out every time the scale goes up and every time I'm like, okay, what happens every time the scale goes up? Let's look at your food from yesterday. know what's going on you know just drink your water yes did you do this yes yes I did everything I can't understand my weight is up I'm like okay chances are your weight's up because it's about to drop and then the next day sure as shit oh guess what my weight dropped yeah well that's your pattern right so that's a huge win to pick up and if you aren't journaling it's not too late to start even though we're at the end of the program if you're looking to continue your weight loss journey start journaling whether it's on pen and paper or it's in the app or you're using um, using open up an Instagram account and video yourself every day and start talking about what happened. Got on the scale today. I'm up point two today. This is how I feel about it. Do you know what I mean? Like journal throughout the day. You don't have to have anyone follow you. It can be your own personal thing that you're doing, like whatever, whatever it is, whatever you need. Start journaling. It can be so beneficial. Good morning. Went to a visitation last night. Oh, I'm sorry to hear for a beautiful young woman who would have been 45 this year. Also found out another friend is being diagnosed with a, an aggressive form of cancer that is sadly progressing quickly. All of this just reinforced to me that I'm doing exactly what I need to be doing so that I can continue to be the best I can for all the time we're given. I also saw a friend I hadn't seen in years and her comment to me was, you look fabulous. I appreciate this journey, embracing all of it. Yeah uh i've been talking about my friend heather i actually just talked to her last night um and we are actually going up to visit her um she lives kind of up north Owen sound area where the team and i are going on monday and tuesday i'll probably be going live from there um we're gonna do a little docuseries on her she's fabulous she was my client um a few years ago, lost 60 pounds. I was talking about her the other day, so I'm sorry if this is a repeat, but 60 pounds seems timely. 60 pounds, um, was running marathons. I was still working with her because she was just working on just really leveling up and then um, had pain in her shoulder thought it was gallbladder, which of course it wasn't because she'd lost weight in such a healthy way, ended up being a uh, stage four colon cancer. And that was in 2020. And then, um, so she's been obviously going through chemo treatments and you know, all of that. Um, is a rock star. She's been like fundraising along the way. She has like her Heather strong gear that she's been, you know, selling for charity. She's probably made over a hundred thousand dollars at this point. I don't even know. She's just one of those people that's just a light, honestly. And, um, she was recently told that there's not much they can do for her anymore so she unfortunately um only has another few months and I talked to her and I'm like you know first of all I had to go I'm going up to visit her on a personal level, and I said, "Do you want to do a podcast? Like, is that weird?" But you know, I think all the time we're talking about how important it is to be healthy, and you know, in talking to her, she really truly believes that she hadn't lost that weight, she wouldn't have been in tune to really catch what was going on with her and be able to catch it as early as she did, which no doubt bought her time. Not to mention how healthy she was going into all the treatment and everything. um her, her parents have done the program. She's got lots of friends who've done the program. She's a massive fan of the program. Um, she's lovely, and I love her dearly. So we're actually going to go. And talk to her about this. I mean, I think to get the insight from someone who actually is dealing with that and, you know, the time that they have left and how important it is to really have the best and make the most of your life. I think it's a really special gift um, that she's going to give us. Uh, She's a Livy loser and she's going to share where how her journey has been and, and how she feels about, you know, only being with us for another couple months. So it really is. It's it's really, you know, as you know, my ex recently passed away, um what, what a month and a bit ago at this point. And, you know, when people pass away, we're always like, I'm gonna live my best life, and I'm not gonna worry what people think, and I'm gonna be healthy, and that lasts like two fucking days, and then we're back to stressing, we're back to you know not doing, and any of those things. So you know, I I put my I got my I got my aunt's photo back. I Can't see it. My aunt's photo back on my desk. My aunt passed away of colon cancer um, when she was 54, and uh, you know she's like the life of the family. She's one of those people that you're like, what really like come on like it's so not fair and whenever I um I keep her there because I'm, I'm trying to conquer the world with this weight loss thing I'm trying to really rival some major players and and it's, it feels big sometimes and the pressure of helping people thousands of people lose weight and then people have to lose weight and be successful in order for my business to be successful and to be able to provide paychecks and you know careers and, and you know what it means you know for my team and there's a lot to that and whenever I'm feeling stressed I think you know um some people don't have the opportunity to be stressed some people don't have the opportunity to care about what other people think some people don't get to exercise some people don't get to be in tune some people don't get to lose weight some people don't get to make choices in their life anymore because they're no longer here and so you know not to say that you got to keep that in mind every day but I think you know and then maybe that's part of into your why integrating into your why why are you doing this why are you showing up what does it really mean to you is it really about fitting your fucking ass into your jeans I mean if it is good for you and that's your motivator great but for most people I'm going to guess that this point 11 weeks in, you're not here because of vanity. You know, you're here because you want to go to the doctor and be like, yeah, look at me. I did all the things that we've been talking about for the last 20 years. I'm doing them all. I'm moving my body. I'm managing my stress. I'm working on my sleep. I'm eating healthy. I'm drinking my water. I'm doing all these amazing things for myself. Do you know what I mean? Like that's really what it is. And sometimes when we, we break it down to our health, that can seem scary and really overwhelming. Do you know? But if you just kind of take it day by day by day and break it down in little bits, uh, you know, I just need to live my best life. And the fact that I woke up today, I'm already living my best life. And if I can make choices that make me feel good and just take it day by day by day by day, It's fucking amazing what you're able to accomplish. And then really, truly, that's where you reflect back and be like, I made the most of my life. I made choices every day that made me feel good. So what you are doing here is not just beyond weight loss. It's setting you up to live your best life for the rest of your life. You want to go for a new job, start a new business, be in a new relationship, um, travel the world, move, move places, whatever you want to do in life. It's all about prioritizing yourself doing the things you need to do to get you to that goal. It's about working through the issues and, and shit that's holding you back. It's about working through old habits that are no longer serving you and 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 in starting and reinforcing new habits that support the life and the changes that you want to live. So make it's about being in tune. It's about knowing what works for you, what doesn't work for you, not just with your food, but with your relationships and your environments and how you're living your life right so this what you're doing here all these things that we're doing and focusing on and working through are also much bigger than weight loss that's what's so fucking awesome about this program um okay sorry i gotta i digress i'm just super jazzed i don't know if you can't tell it's just always such a great place to be at this point i hope you're picking up on that vibe and you're feeling just as fucking excited as i am because it's amazing uh i've been back for three days hi melanie uh from a week holiday it was up three pounds the first day but it's all gone now yeah, so you go. Thanks for the awesome tools to keep me on track. That's it. That's what back on track is there for. While you're working to lose the weight, also, and throughout the summer, you can utilize back on track. And then when you reset the program, you want to put that on pause and keep moving forward. Then we'll reinforce back on track again. Also, once you're done losing your weight and maintenance, this is how it's gonna be. You're gonna be living your life. Gonna go out on holidays. Gonna eat my face off. Gonna have fun. Gonna feel it. Gonna come back I'm back on track for a couple of days. If my weight is up, it's gonna come right back down. I'm gonna get back to feeling my best and then back to wake up, look good, feel good, good about my day. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Okay, this seems weird. What seems weird, Angie? I've been on here and silent the entire program. Well, first of all, we have so many people. It's only such a small percentage of people that actually are vocal, that actually ask questions, that engage in the Facebook Live. So let me just do a shout out and a massive thank you for those of you who do pop in. Because you create the community, you create the vibe, right? Because there's, there's a lot of people behind the scenes who aren't saying anything, who are really like they're 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 um they're benefiting from that. They feel like they're part of the community without having to, you know, be part of that conversation. So pat pat on her back for all you guys. Where would this go? Um, long story, but it's my third program. Uh, the first one I got to week six. The second one I joined but didn't do, and this one I was all in. I have lost a total of 22 pounds and have a number of non-scale victories. Love this group and the knowledge I've gained. Join the fall group and planning to further my weight journey and continue my health journey. Thank you, Gina. You're truly a gem. Ah, Angie, this makes my whole day. This is so normal. And even Kim, this happened to Kim, our group manager. I was razzing her the other day when we did our little um, uh, ask us anything. Kim didn't make it through past, I think, her first two programs. And she was quite successful in the first one. I think she lost like 13 pounds by week six, didn't fall through. And I think I think she struggled for a second one, maybe. And I can't remember the whole story. It gets a blur at this point. Um, And then she went on uh, three programs. We have Ashley, I think, and I'm sure I'm wrong. She did like six programs before she finally was able to like show up and do the things because life. And so I just have mad respect. I love that you hung in there. I love that you stuck around because that all those those two past programs that you did or didn't do, that was part of your journey. That was part of your journey. What you learned by what happened in those groups, then coming back, and then again that second group, which you learned by by you you learn a lot by what you're not doing and knowing what you need to do, and to come back a third time, man, that takes some major balls. Honestly, it does, and just uh, some major gumption and just a lot of wherewithal to like come back a third time and fucking crush it like you did. So I hope that you're hugely proud of yourself. I'm proud of yourself. I have such mad respect for people when they do that you know it's just it's and recognizing truly that is real weight loss that's a real weight loss journey it's not just all sunshine rainbows it's so easy lose my weight for some people it is and it seems that and if that's you yeah man woo good for you but for a lot of people it's not and you know those those last programs were part of your journey they weren't a failure you didn't quit it was where you were at in the moment and what you learned from that no doubt has really factored into the fact that you crush this program and you're down you're down 22 i I love that i love it so much i love it so much i love it so much um man i had like three frogs in my pool today so gross um I'm going to go. So I'm going, I say that because I'm going swimming after this and it went up and there's like, I live like on the back of like an old golf course, which is now turned into like, I don't even know a sanctuary for animals, you name it. And it's back there. It's like frog city back there, man. It's so gross. And I don't, I don't get it. They just, it's like they jump in and I think half the time they're land frogs and they just like, I don't know um freaks me out anyway i digress as i'm looking through i flew globally for work in business uh and never drank alcohol on plants, just water drink coffees in the morning and i often have breakfast but skip the rest except in asia where they have great small healthy meals i also say stay yeah um that's great tip rosemary that's a great tip right so you're gonna figure out what works for you but to me yeah when i fly having that big meal at one o'clock in the morning if it's weird time if it's weird timing if it's if you're eating During the day in your new place, what would be in the middle of the night at your old place, then try to keep it nice and light. Try to keep it nice and light your body's just adjusting to that right good morning late here but got on the scale hi Susan uh Suzanne got on the scale this morning was disappointed when I saw the scale was up then I remind myself it's not a surprise I didn't sleep too well and I was sore my joints were telling me off all night my legs were restless roaming in bed get that magnesium in I've been doing a lot of swimming and walking and caught up with me this morning I'll take the rest of the day today and do some housework not real waking. yeah I hear that that's exactly what it is what's going on with me? What was happening, right? Oh, okay. Well, my, and get some magnesium in your, also it could be a need of potassium. So get in some avocado or some sweet potato or something today. Um, that will really help some banana will help with that. It looks like this science has finally caught up with you. Uh, Gina, I read an article in the national Nat, national geographic about what to eat when they also advocated protein for breakfast and, uh, Light, largely vegetable based dinner, and of course, eating when the sun is still up. Yeah, I find that I'm finding that you know I've been doing this for a long time. I've been fighting. I've been see science is not science till it's science. <laughs> I've been following like there's this girl. Um, anyway, I'm not going to say who it is. And she like her whole shtick is um cutting up what people are saying. Like people who like she's like a myth debunker person, except when she's wrong because she goes by you know i'm not and i don't, I don't want to get bash people but, but but a lot of what people were taught especially if you're a dietitian, you went to school and this is one of the reasons why i chose not to go to school um and be a dietitian because i was like already onto the fact that the shit that they were teaching wasn't working i don't need to go learn about calories in versus calories out and the and the and the um and a canada food guy that's got 12 grains of Servings of grain on there, like I know what's up. That shit ain't working, Um, and I also know, you know, government standards and what. And you know, we finally revamped the 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 (laughs) the food pyramid around here, and it needs to be revamped again. Took them twenty fucking years to do it uh anyway um it's always it's really interesting because you'll like cut up people about like you know oh it's you know it's fine you can eat, eat eat after dinner anytime you want blah 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 and then the science will come out and she's like oops i was wrong i don't know how many times she says oops i was wrong because the science comes out to like say that she was wrong you know what i mean it's interesting science so i've had a lot of conversation with people over the year telling me that i'm wrong because there's no science to suggest and then the science says could you know how many arguments i had with people over water now thank goodness for harvard and the mayo clinic and cleveland clinic all of them who finally have come out and say you know what okay like eight to ten cups is okay but what you really need is at least two point seven to three and a half like thank you um i had a lot of conversations about that fucking margarine back in the day i'm like butter just have butter butter's natural body can break it down trust me no margarine margarine's the way to go i'm like oh for fuck's sakes finally i don't i don't even know remember they used to sell margarine by the tubs thank god they don't even do that anymore butter the whole egg thing man eggs were vilified to eggs were so vilified in Canada by the Canadian government because of cholesterol levels that it, it nearly destroyed egg farmers. And eggs are amazing for you. And now we're even realizing that cholesterol even doesn't necessarily come down to eggs at all um, or, cholest- or or even saturated fat. It's the imbalance of fats. So saturated fat, yes, when you're not having enough good fat like omega-3s and 6s plus stress plus sugar also leads into cholesterol now. Now we know, right? So science is always interesting in the fact that, you know, it's not science till it's science. (laughs) but I love that science is finally fucking catching up because it's about time you know I used to watch Oprah and she would have all these experts on and talk about diets. And every week she'd have a new diet. I'm like, why can't you just get all of your experts together and have them in one room and talk about how to create the perfect diet, the best of the best of the best of the best. Do you know what I mean? Like she'd always have these like gimmick things and weekly things. And you know what about, it? I love myself some but don't get me wrong, but the whole diet, thing make me crazy. I'm like, why can't these people just get into a room and figure it out? Well, I, they didn't, they never did. So I figured it out. I i, I figured it out. And I think it just comes back to the day that, when it comes to science, people are trying to be to prove certain things um, for a certain need. And when it comes to people selling weight loss, it's all about making the money and proving something rather than someone coming along and making weight loss about actually helping people sustainably lose their weight, and move on with the rest of their life. Do you know what I mean? I think that's what's missing in our society is someone who's coming along and doing that. And again, that's where we're at. And this is why, you know, the maintenance group is pay one price you're in. There's no subscription services. Same thing with the program. I'll teach you everything that you need to know about continuing your journey on your own. Like you'll come, learn for 75 bucks what you need to know. If you want to go on your own, go on your own. If you want to sign up for the next program, it's going to be affordable. We don't do monthly subscriptions. We're not trying to take money out of your bank. We're not trying to keep you sticking around forever. We're trying to to get this done for you so you can move on and live the rest of your life. That's why we're doing the Bridging the Gap group for free because we want you to be successful. And those of you who are continuing on, we want there to be a place where you can continue and ask questions because if you are successful, not just at losing, but at maintaining your weight, that's going to be a massive win. You know what I mean? That's going to be a massive win for me and my business. I got to go, you guys. I got to go. I hope everyone has an amazing day. Um, You guys are all thanking me. This is the time where you guys do thank me, but I'm going to flip that around on you every single time. Thank yourselves because you're the ones who put your faith into my program. You're the ones who've been showing up every day. You're the ones doing the work. You're the ones who's still here. Have an amazing day, everyone, and I'll catch up with you later. Bye.